Please listen carefully. Hey, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm Kate Orslan. And I'm Erin Barton. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Today's topic is property management and natural disasters. This week, we are continuing with Preparedness Month and our discussion of natural disasters. Last week, we focused on home sales and natural disasters, and this week, we're going to look at natural disasters from the perspective of property management. Uh, As we did last week, we ask you to keep the victims of Hurricane Harvey and Irma in your thoughts as it will take years to recover from the damage um, of these storms. And if you're able, please consider donating to support the victims in their recovery efforts. So Kate, uh, someone manages rental properties when a natural disaster strikes. What do they need to do? What are the tenants' rights and responsibilities? And what policies should they have in place? Erin, those are some really great questions. We said this last week, but when a natural disaster strikes, make sure you and your family are safe. Safety is going to be the priority. Get yourself into a safe situation, and then you can help your tenants and property owners. After you're in a safe position, check in with your tenants and property owners. Find out what the condition of the property is, whether you contact your tenants or visit the property. Of course, make sure you're not putting yourself in danger by visiting the property. You want to inform the property owner of the potential damages and follow up once you have an idea of the actual condition of the property. Communication is really going to be important here. Absolutely. And when faced with an emergency, it's helpful to have policies and procedures in place that protect your tenants, your employees, and your business. Some examples of policies that you should have include um, emergency contact information and procedures. And of course, uh, you know, make sure your employees, your independent contractors, and your tenants know how to reach you. Evacuation procedures for the rental properties, tenant relocation procedures if applicable, resource phone numbers, policies about generator usage, and off-site backup of computer networks. It's impossible to plan for all contingencies in a disaster, but having these policies in place will help you to navigate these natural disasters. This policy, these policies should be in your property management broker office policy manual. Virginia Realtors has created a template that is available on our website for our members. It's downloadable, editable. Um, Make sure your employees, independent contractors, clients, and tenants are educated on your emergency preparedness policies. Good policies are not helpful, obviously, if the people who need them do not know they exist. So Kate, what are the obligations then as the property manager after a natural disaster strikes? The VRLTA requires the landlord to maintain the premises in a fit and habitable condition. So, Erin, as the property manager, you act as the landlord's agent. So what happens if this is not possible because of a natural disaster? Well, under the VRLTA, if the dwelling is damaged to an extent that the tenant's enjoyment of the dwelling unit is substantially impaired or requires repairs that can only be accomplished if the tenant vacates the dwelling unit, then either the tenant or the landlord may terminate the rental unit. The tenant will have to vacate and provide written notice within 14 days of his or her vacating the property. 
the landlord may terminate by giving the tenant 14 days notice. This is really important in the event of a disaster that causes significant damage to the unit. Not only does the tenant have the ability to terminate, but so does the landlord. Well, another common consequence of natural disasters, uh, such as flooding or hurricanes, is mold. Under the VRLTA, when there is a mold condition that materially affects the health and safety of a tenant, the landlord may require the tenant to temporarily vacate the dwelling unit in order for the landlord to perform mold remediation. In that case, the landlord shall provide the tenant with either a comparable dwelling unit as selected by the landlord at no expense or cost to the tenant, or a hotel room as selected by the landlord at no expense or cost to the tenant. The landlord shall not be required to pay for any other expenses of the tenant that arise after the relocation period, and the tenant continues to be responsible for the payment of rent under the rental agreement during the period of any temporary relocation and for the remainder of the term of the rental agreement after the remediation is completed. However, the VRLTA specifies that this does not entitle the tenant to terminate the tenancy when the landlord has remediated the mold in accordance with guidance from the EPA, HUD, or other remediation protocols outlined in the law. Again, have policies in place for where you will relocate the tenant and make the policies explicit with regard to the types of costs that you will and will not be responsible for. So that kind of deals with landlord's responsibilities to the tenant, but in addition, it's also important for you as the property manager to understand the terms of your property management agreement with the owner of the property. Um, Virginia Realtors has a standard form that addresses this, our residential property management agreement which addresses the property manager's obligations for repairs and specifically states that in the case of an emergency, you're authorized to pay for repairs, services, and any related expenses in the event of an emergency. This means that you can go above the agreed upon cap for repairs and do not need the owner's permission to authorize those repairs in response to an emergency. However, of course, it's important that you do communicate with the owner of the property, if at all possible, in the midst of those emergencies. You don't just want to go rogue with these repairs if you can have those conversations with the owner ahead of time. But of course, when you need to make those repairs in an emergency, they need to get done. Of course. So let's take it to the legal hotline. Our first question, Erin, is, is my tenant entitled to terminate the lease if the rental unit is completely unusable or partially unusable? The answer is yes. Uh, Like we just mentioned, under the VRLTA, if the dwelling unit is damaged to an extent that the tenant's enjoyment of the dwelling unit is substantially impaired or required repairs can only be accomplished if the tenant vacates the dwelling unit, then either the tenant or the landlord may terminate the rental agreement tenant will have to vacate and then provide written notice within 14 days of vacating or the landlord can terminate by giving the tenant 14 days notice. All right, our next question. Following a flood, I accessed my tenant's house to confirm that he was safe and to evaluate the damage. My tenant is upset that I did not provide him with any notice. Was I in the wrong? So that's a great question and no, under the VRLTA, the landlord is required to obtain consent from the tenant prior to entering the dwelling unit, except in the case of emergency. So it provides, except in the case of emergency or if it is impractical to do so, the landlord shall give the tenant 
notice of his intent to enter and may enter only at reasonable times. When faced with an emergency, whether a flood or other, you are permitted to enter the premises without notice. And our final question for the day, am I responsible for replacing a tenant's personal property following a natural disaster? I would say the answer to that is no. Uh, You are not responsible for replacing any of the tenant's personal property. This is one of the reasons why tenants should maintain renter's insurance on their own personal property. And under the VRLTA, landlords can require this as one of the conditions of tenancy. Thanks so much. Great answer. So we're going to look into how you can limit your risk. First, I don't think we can say this enough, get yourself and your family to safety first. Then you want to contact your tenants to make sure they're safe. Have emergency procedures in your property management broker policy manual. You want to have policies on insurance for both owner and tenants. And finally, do your part in shaping overarching policies by responding to all realtor calls to action. That's a really great way that you can ensure that there are good policies in place that will help the whole industry in case of natural disasters. Recently, there was a call to action regarding flood insurance. Right, and that those calls to action come from both Virginia Realtors for the state and the National Association of Realtors for national policies. Thank you so much for joining us. Our podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. So subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates. When we have new episodes, you can search for Virginia Realtors and you'll find us. As a member of Virginia Realtors, you have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the four members section. Thanks so much. Thanks, everyone. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We may note warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2017. This podcast features the song, Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.